Currently 45 degrees in Lynchburg, 43 in Bedford, 42 in Roanoke and Salem, 44 in Danville, 44 in Amherst, 45 in Appomattox. There you go. Okay. Now you know. Yeah. Requesting Rose to work even during the uh, breaks. Right. I need to know your Keith Urban favorites. I know. <laughs> I know, right? So, Dr. Bob uh, is going to be Yeah, Dr. Bob is going to join us here in just a second. All right. Well, before we get to that, let's get to this. We've been sharing the story with you about um, Liberty University and uh, the Department of Education. They've had uh, some things leaked, some strong accusations made against the the university and uh, liberties come out saying that they feel like they've been targeted by the federal agencies now there's another christian university the largest christian university in the nation that alleges it's being unjustly targeted grand canyon university is claiming that not just the department of education but other federal agencies are coordinating efforts to unjustly target the university. Now, is this a surprise to anybody after what we went through under Obama? Probably not. The president of Grand Canyon University said that he believes that uh, federal government's investigations are religiously motivated, to which he answered he hopes that's not the case. Uh, Well, they haven't said it is, and I certainly haven't said it is, and I hope that it's not. But the two largest universities in the Christian universities in the country are being investigated, referring to Liberty. Uh, is that a coincidence? I don't know. Hmm. Miller's comments came in the midst of the Arizona based university facing a number of investigations from the uh, Department of Education and other agencies. And he's saying that the federal investigations are tied to the Department of Education denying the academic institution's effort to convert into a nonprofit institution in 2018. They denied the status for purpose of federal student financial aid, which continues to classify the school as for-profit. I don't know. We need to keep our eye on that one. Okay. For sure. Well, we have Dr. Bob on the line right now. Dr. Bob, we opened up our show. I don't know if you were listening at 6.06, but we opened it up with Gordon Chang, who was talking about China's whole... Uh, ideal here is to create chaos. That is uh, Mao's, one of his, I guess, tenets of uh, taking things over as you create chaos. And, and five ships now entering into the Middle East that are uh, from, you know, from the China war machine. Uh, interesting fact that we're finding out that they're supplying, and we're not surprised, but they're supplying some of the armament that uh, Iran is, you know, it's going through the hands of Iran to all these different organizations to fight against Israel and maybe even eventually the United States. Uh, Normally we would hit you on political stuff and we'll get to that. But my question to you, I think on Monday was the world is ending. Want to join in Uh, the conversation? So uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about some of the geopolitical things that are going on uh, specifically, you know, maybe China and, and what's happened since we talked to you last. Well, I'm I'm certainly not a not a grand historian. I'm not an internationalist. I'm more of a campaigns person, as you know. But clearly, um, I just am very anxious. I think this is extremely dangerous. It puts us back to actually pre World War Two. Uh, I, I I do not think we should be calm. It's highly alarming. Mm-hmm. 
there's dominoes that are all set in place. I mean, Yemen has already um, sent, uh, which we've interceded, Syria, Iraq, have attacked our troops, over 24 um, episodes there, Lebanon on the north border. Iran, of course, wants a wider war. China, as you said, has their fleets coming into the Middle East. And so it's proxy, 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 domino, domino, domino. I think there's an 80% chance or more that it's going to be a multiple front war. How involved will it be and ultimately what it will come down to? But we were doing proxy with, with Ukraine. I mean, mm-hmm. so let's don't, you know, let's be real about this. China can say, well, they're helping Iran. Well, you know, we were going after Russia through Ukraine. Now, you can talk about what are the, the trigger when you light a match and hit the fuse, mm-hmm. but there's still a big bane that comes, right? Right. So, so I just, I'm, I don't know. I'm more anxious uh, and more worried. Um, there's also now supposedly much greater activity in the Pentagon in terms of um, short-term, long-term scenario mm-hmm. what they're doing that we're here reporting coming up um some of my uh retired folks um uh, 06 and above um most of those through the virginia tech connection mm-hmm. core cadets and what have you um there are alerts going up 24-hour notices um this is a, a lot of activities going on that i'm not sure we are as aware of as we uh, perhaps need to be, but this is extremely serious, and so I, I don't want to be too pessimistic, but right. um, I'm genuinely. But you don't want concerned. to be foolish either, yeah. So, I, um, in yeah. my mind, Doctor Bob, and we have Doctor Bob Denton on the line with us right now. Uh, you know, we we went through the 2008-2009, you know, downturn. Uh, some would say it equaled the depression. It did not. Um, we've had th- the wars in the past that it affected us a little bit. But it didn't affect us. I, th- I think maybe we maybe, are beyond soft. Right. But but my my point is, I think maybe what your concern is, is this this isn't going to be like any of that. This this is going to be a total like, you know, save your cans almost to the point where this could really get ugly and it will truly affect the lives of Americans. Oh, no question. Um, unless we continue to do this. Uh, I mean, you do understand that we're borrowing money from China. Right. For goodness sakes. Yeah. I mean, how do you make sense of some of this? I tell you, I don't know about the next generation or if you have grandkids or, or what have you, but um, we can't keep going in debt. Uh, reserves, oil reserves are down 50%. Yeah. Keep your eye on the energy costs. It's going to explode as soon as the first, as soon as they cross the border. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unsustainable. We've got to rearm ourselves. Yes, and especially if we're going to support Israel and Ukraine, extremely expensive. And the other question is, you know, uh, by the way, our recruiting, our volunteer army, people aren't volunteering. Right. No, um, and of course, what is it? Sixty percent of them that are in there already overweight um, mm. you know and, and who can blame them though i mean seriously uh, I, on one hand you you can't blame them for not wanting to serve under this administration i, well, I mean would you uh, want biden to be your commander-in-chief 
Well, you know, you know, you're talking to someone who raised his right hand, volunteered, yes. captain in the army, right? Um, and I have to confess, and I, it pains me to say, I don't know today. Is this an America that I would want to raise my right hand? Of course, I love America. We're of course, still you do. wonderful. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, based upon the belief, attitudes, and value, and again, I'm a generational. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a last of the baby boomers trying to hang on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I don't recognize a lot of this America, right. uh, sadly to say. But again, that's a generational perspective. Um, but it's one of caution and concern uh, across the board. I, uh, that sounds like being awful down and low, but um, <laughs> there's, um, there's genuine concern. I have Genuine concern uh, at this moment of where we are, and there's no good options. Well, let's let's go into your lane, more of your lane that you feel comfortable <laughs> with. What, who does this play into? Does this play into more of a strong, even though he's got his his shortcomings? Does this make Trump more appealing to some? Well, we're going to need to see some polling. Um, Biden has not in the poll so far has not benefited from this. Normally, we rally around mm-hmm. when we're in terms of crisis, and we'll see what will happen um, going forward within the next week or so. Um, it'll be more clear who will it benefit. Uh, but historically, you would say it might benefit Biden more than than anything that people, especially among the Democrats, they might now say, well, yeah, I'm not crazy about him. But he is there and um, a certain amount of trust. So that's going to be an interesting thing to see. The fog with Trump, though, is the legal stuff is getting worse. It's getting more complex. Mark Meadows maybe cutting a deal. There you go. Um, down in Georgia, what um, his former attorneys, what is going on? There is, and he has, I'm talking about Trump, uh, um, is holding steady. But if you look within some of the states, he's below 50 percent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's another as the Democrats have kind of concern about Biden and what to do. They're somewhat frozen among the Republicans. When you look at all the other candidates, they're all kind of frozen within plus or minus five mm-hmm. of where they've been since the beginning. Right. And so it seems like they're just um, kind of stuck in place. Um, but I do think it's interesting to me. It seems to me at some point, um, yes, Trump will have his numbers nationally, but what about state by state? Right. And so that's where we'll start knowing a little bit more, um, the first of the year, but it's hard for me that this legal stuff is not really impacting, uh, as much as I thought it would, but I think now there's a critical mass. And the calendar starts getting up when you start yeah. now looking at the trials that are set. Mm-hmm. And so what kind of news on Trump is going to be dominant and dominating? Right. And, of course, the Republicans themselves can't even get a speaker. So, I mean, you know, right. that uh, is part of the picture. Uh, two, two questions, really, and they're not related, but sort of. Um, I want to know what you think about Johnson, the guy, if you know much about him, that, that they're hoping. And apparently during the news break, we heard that Trump has got behind, I think it's Mike Johnson. Um, 
the uh, the other thing is Ed Rollins said last night on Laura Ingram's show that Trump ought to run on what he accomplished, quit running on the fact that they're trying to imprison you. That's not a winning strategy. Uh, so answer if you could answer that one first. Um, the winning strategy not being they're trying to get me and therefore they're trying to get you as this campaign strategy and then what you think about Mike Johnson as speaker. So campaigns historically, and again, I feel like all that was is no longer is, if you follow that. But campaigns should be about the future, quite frankly. Right. You have your credential. You have your resume. You talk about your resume, but ultimately, okay, good, bless you. Um, here's your golden watch. What is the future? Right. And so you don't hear that from Trump much. And I, it, it gets a little bit annoying. It's the same thing and same complaining. Right. And how many, th- what, you want to punch Biden? Now I dream about, I mean, I, well, anyway, it's just beyond. It's just not useful. I mean, no. what is the purpose? It's just wasted. It reminds me of the, uh, of the reverse in the Bible. That, that talks about, you know, foolish words using, mm-hmm. you know, just a, a how how foolish it is to waste your words. He's mm-hmm. wasting his words. Yeah. You know. Well, it's 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 psychological egoism, all interest is self interest. Mm-hmm. Um, very narcissistic and now I'm calling uh, Trump names, but the fact of the matter <laughs> is I'm tired of hearing about him. Right. How right. What, what how would you handle this? Well I I would handle this and one day Ukraine would be over. Right. Really? Mm. You are a genius. Right? <laughs> tell us, could you tell us how that might happen? Right, we got exactly. the whole world born. Up there. Well, in one day I can do that. Show me your magic wand. Yes. I, it's just, <laughs> I cannot. So that's why this all baffles me. But this the hostage, the minority is holding the rest of us hostage. It's doing so in the Democratic Party. Mm. It's doing so in the Republican Party. Now, in terms of speakership, I'm not as as, as aware, um, knowledgeable. I was shocked that Trump's one statement would remove a candidate kind of immediately. Hmm. His favoring one candidate didn't work either. Right. And so there is this who's in charge and who and how do they see themselves to that 217 vote for a speaker. And yet we have a budget crisis coming up, as we know. Things are not getting done. And so it just seems like we, for the first time in my adult life, we're in quicksand. And I'm talking about from the left and the right. And now in the world, literally facing a crisis. And what does Israel do? And no matter what they do, I mean, the world opinion is already moving against them. Mm -hmm. CBS News this morning, first thing, showing all the hospitals in Gaza, babies dying yeah, and pictures in of ways. children yeah. and just so uh, you know and yet you're going to wait and you're going to try to get hot i mean it is a really complicated and big mess and so we're kind of frozen and it seems to me it's kind of like the first time in my adult life where we just as a nation don't have the clarity of vision right. agreement commonality right. to move forward now i have no answers to any of this these things um that's why it's so frightening to me because i just don't see good Mm. well because because if especially if you're a believer you know the only answer is to for the country to hit its knees and and it's not going to do that i mean we have we have turned so far 
away mm-hmm. um, that, but how, you know. But how do you even, in our prayer, dear Lord, uh, how do you pray? Stop it. Well, Help us. you, you have I mean, to try it, to get people to, to turn their turn their hearts. I mean, the, the Bible says that, that if you turn away from your sins and you confess them, that he'll hear us from heaven and, and we'll respond. But, but we're so arrogant now. And we don't need God. We've put him out of everything and even mock him. Um, you know, I don't know. that, But that's the only hope is revival, I, I think. But yes. who knows? But, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes and yes. I mean, I mean that's, well, it is. I mean, that's, we've got to, there's got to be something beyond ourselves. Mm-hmm. Surely the goodness yeah. people can recognize that. Yeah. But we are in that very... Again, well, they're going to recognize it, Dr. Bob. They will recognize it. Now, it may be too late by the time they recognize it, but they will recognize it. And uh, they'll they'll be on their knees one way or the other. Yeah. So that's I don't mean to be a downer either. But well, no, that's just but the way I think it we're, is. we're all just trying to be realistic <laughs> yeah. here. And, and we do appreciate your, your insight, do. sir. And, and maybe next time we'll we'll have a speaker of the house we'll have some <laughs> clarity on some things and hopefully the world won't be on fire any more than it than it already is yeah but you do know that in less by one day in two weeks we have elections we have one of the most consequential elections in the contemporary history of lord the lord help us yeah 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 i mean 40 percent of the senate's going to be new 33 percent of the house is going to be new it's all coming down to about seven house races, four Senate races. It is, the, yeah. And it's going to be a... Sounds like the rats are abandoning the ship to me. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be a, a, a generational shift yeah. in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And we so, can help set the tone, hopefully, in a, on a turnaround of sorts. Dr. Bob Denton, thank you so much, sir. As always, we appreciate your insight. You're very kind. Thank you so much. I enjoy it. It is 8.23, in the break a little bit late, but uh, we'll be back with a couple more stories. If you'd like to comment on, on what we've been talking about, 866-916-3776 is the phone number. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. found the right choice it's the rebirth of common sense talk radio we are the morning jam on the virginia talk radio network so janet was saying yeah 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 commercial's over get back to the board (laughs) over here boy (laughs) so we were talking with dr bob and one of the things that he mentioned Mm -hmm. was um in the the light of the way the world is shaping up right now right uh, and and are we prepared from a military standpoint? Mm-hmm. And he mentioned, you know, are are our young people even fit to well, draft at yeah. this point? We had a listener send us in some some stats. Okay, uh, one in three young adults are too heavy to serve in the U.S. military. Among those who meet weight requirements, only three and four report physical activity levels that even come close to preparing them. Active duty soldiers with obesity are 33% more likely to have uh, injuries. 
being overweight is the biggest individual disqualifier for potential recruits. Mm -hmm. Obesity is the leading medical reason young adults are disqualified from joining the military. That the rest of the world has lowered their standards for their troops, right? (laughs) Yeah, right. I mean, they don't have to be fit. Yeah. No, I mean, like in Israel, you have to serve two years regardless. Right. And they make sure that you're, you know. So we might have the best weapons, but maybe not. I mean, unless unless you're going to lay on your enemy, I don't know that they're going <laughs> to have much success. And like Winston taking on Baxter. Well, we know that the com- I mean, it's sad. The coddling that we've done right. um, because we've lowered standards. Well, and and as parents, we, we it's not a priority. We we mm. let them sit on the sofa. We let right. them play the video games. Sure. I mean, I I raised my my boys much like my mother raised me if it was fit to be outside you were outside right go do something you were you know move around yeah they were playing basketball Mm -hmm. and they were running and probably destroying things but (laughs) but they had a great childhood that's right just saying they have great they have great memories memories. (laughs) well some of them were great unless we ended up in the er which did happen a time or two yeah you know what they don't have carpal tunnel <laughs> well from playing video games yeah, all the time true true yeah. didn't have that so all right wdbj7 is on the way as we head into our last half hour of the morning jam thanks so much for joining us keep our numbers handy 866 there you go 916-3776 our text number also for those of you that don't get around and move a lot 434-248-0704 one thing we've really worked good on are those safe zones because you got to have a safe zone when you're out there in battle. I don't have one of those at my house. Yeah, well. Don't be looking for one. It doesn't exist. <laughs> 47 degrees in Appomattox, 46 in Amherst, 47 in Salem and Roanoke, 46 in Danville, 45 in Bedford, 47 in Lynchburg. Hey, at least it's not in the 30s. Yeah, that's true. We're having to make the transition from just the weighted blanket to the quilts. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's... Uh, getting a little chilly how do the dogs feel about that about the the because the weighted blank is probably a little much for them anyways right well uh, honestly they're under our uh, armpits oh, okay. so it doesn't touch them so they're pulling heat because they're so little and they the good just smells yeah they there. just like okay. cram up under right. there and yeah, so do mine. doesn't even doesn't even affect they love them. the pits and the crotch they do <laughs> they do so the blankets <laughs> really places. don't touch them because right. we're a tent right right for them so <laughs> But yeah, I was I was talking to uh, my Mark, and he's like, "Yeah, we gotta pull the we gotta pull the quilts out because we don't like a lot of of heat. Mm-hmm. Like I like a cold room to sleep in. Right? No, I get which it. means you gotta have some covers there mm-hmm. for sure. Okay, Rockridge County yeah. Sheriff's Office in search of a missing man happened yesterday. Deputies responded to a call for a welfare check for the owner of a house on 1100 block of. Rock Ridge, Rock Bridge Road in Glasgow. The owner was identified as Adam Stanley, 43, who's described as a white male, blue eyes, brown hair, 5'11", weighing about 180 pounds. Deputies say uh, they discovered unusual circumstances at the house. That's all they're saying there. If you have any information on Stanley's whereabouts, they would like for you to call Chief Deputy Tony McFadden uh, over there. His number is 540-463-7328. And uh, try to figure out what's going on with Mm -hmm. Mr. Stanley. Right. 
We've got a bear watch over on Boonesboro Road in oh. uh, Langern. We've got a bear watch. Is that a for in. real picture right there? That yeah. is a large bear. Bear sightings. I mean, bears are big, but that's a big one. Are becoming an everyday situation right. for residents in Lynchburg. Mm. And uh, they're having dozens of uh, people spotting the furry creatures around town. In that. light of the increased sightings, uh, Lynchburg has released a quick guide on how to stay safe. During the neighborhood bear watch that is currently in progress, uh, so we are under a bear watch. So I went not a warning. House. A watch just means that conditions are favorable for mm. you to see a bear, but not imminent. Okay. Actually, that's that's for like a storm watch, but I would think it would apply. <laughs> okay. um, our area is now designated as a watch area, so you may hear loud sounds after 10 p.m. to scare bears away. Oh. Okay. This may include air horns or vehicle horns. I have to tell you, for those of us who get up early, that is not going to be a welcomed no pattern. Uh, yeah, keep that in mind. Here are a few things you should do to prevent dangerously close interactions with bears. Do not feed birds from April 1st to December 1st, but they need food then. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Never leave food or garbage outdoors. Well, Hello. Where are you going to leave it then? Thursday morning, it's garbage well, My day. living room? I'm not going to keep it in the living room. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, put out trash containers the morning of trash collections, not the night before. Mm. Close the doors and windows to your home. Lock your vehicles because bears can and do open vehicle I, doors. I thought you were talking about the bear laying on the horn <laughs> no. earlier. No, that's to scare the bears away. Okay. If you need more information, uh, there are some official departments you can contact. Lynchburg Police Animal Warden. Uh, there is a 24-hour non-emergency. Don't call 911. Mm-hmm. And there is a Virginia Department of Wildlife Resources Wildlife Hotline. Hmm. So. Okay. Hey, got an update on that flight from you. Uh, we heard about the pilot, the co-pilot. Oh, that was trying to take the Alaska Airlines. You got some. Oh. Some Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. That's that's what he heard in his head. Yeah, purple haze. So I'm told. Uh, magic mushrooms, maybe. Off-duty Alaskan Airlines pilot, he pled not guilty to all the charges after he tried to shut down a plane's engine mid-flight. Joseph Emerson is 44, was charged in the incident on Sunday. We talked a little bit about yeah, this we did. on Monday. Mm-hmm. He tried to turn off the engine. Right. He was traveling from Everett, Washington to San Francisco. But he was, he was not in his uniform, my understanding. He was in no, the jump seat. Right. But you can do that. He was know. unsuccessful, thank Well, thank God for yeah. that. Uh, he pled not guilty. To what? Okay, so this is it. All right. Oh, my gosh. He, state-level charges. I mean, they really are going after him. Good. Uh, 83 counts of attempted murder. There you go. 83 counts of reckless endangerment. One count of endangering an aircraft. Mm-hmm. He was sitting in the flight deck jump seat. Why? Because yeah. he was doing a hop Why? ride or whatever. You know, they can do that as pilots, I guess. Well, that's fine, but you can't be jacked up on mushrooms if you're going to do that. He's facing federal charges of interfering with flight crew members and attendants. Alaska Airlines said Emerson was unsuccessful uh, in shutting Thank down the, the engines by engaging the fire suppression system. Then they said he tried to open the door, too, or something? Yeah. Prosecutors say Emerson told law enforcement officers he was having a nervous breakdown. 
Well, go have it somewhere on land. So, yeah, go have it somewhere else. Not next to me, sir. He not slept in 40 hours. Now, that's scary. That the is. man is a pilot. Right, right. And he hasn't slept for 40 hours. I didn't, I'm quoting now, I didn't feel okay. No kidding. It seems like the pilots weren't paying attention to what was going on. They didn't. It didn't seem right, he allegedly said. Quote, yeah, I pulled both emergency shutoff handles because I thought I was dreaming and I just wanted to wake up. A spokesperson for Alaska Airlines. He's wake up in a cell. According to a statement, he's been removed from service indefinitely. Forever, I think. And relieved of all duties at Alaska Airlines. The details of the DOJ affidavit describe the actions of our flight crew are consistent with our understanding of what occurred based on debriefings with each member. My gosh. Flight attendants confirm Emerson was escorted by a flight attendant to the rear of the aircraft where Emerson was placed in wrist restraints and belted to a jump seat. Oh, I'd belt him. Yeah. They confirmed that Emerson attempted to grab the handle of the emergency exit. That's what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Before being stopped. What on earth? Yeah. I mean, you know. So, federal charges state Emerson told police he didn't take any medication, but said he was depressed, and it was his first time taking psychedelic mushrooms. Well, it's his first and last, hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, Well, you're under the influence, sir, even more so than if you had been taking medication. Right. How is he pleading not guilty? I don't know. How is that possible? 83 counts, that's... I hope they, they, yeah. Yeah, he needs to go. And guys, do not buy into this bull crap. There is a popular podcast now Mm -hmm. about a woman who promotes the advantages of psychedelic mushrooms. Oh my gosh. Do not fall for that garbage. Don't do it. It is very dangerous. And some people go into this stuff and, and they don't come back from it. Right, right. They, it's, they don't come back. Yeah. They are permanently jacked up. Right. And that could be the case with this guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not worth it. Not at all. I just, I just don't. I don't get it. I mean, we have enough trouble already screwing around with the airlines. John says, thank goodness he wasn't actually piloting the plane. No joke. Yeah. yeah. No joke. I mean, I and I don't even know, can you do a urine test on something like that? I'm just I curious. Don't really, maybe we have somebody out there who's in the that industry. I would think they have. Right. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know. Well, I, I had don't a can, know how that can works. of mushroom soup before I got on the plane. I'm, right. Exactly. You know, but that's as that's as close as you get. I added my own mushrooms. Right. I mean, I'm not making light. I mean, I'm really. No. I mean, this is serious. But it business. is crazy that he would do that. There, there's got to be a rigorous something in place program in place for pilots because pilots and air traffic controllers for crying out loud they've they've got a tough job right you know and it is stressful it's stressful um any person who provides aviation related services including pilots and maintenance technicians Mm -hmm. subject to drug testing good as conditions of their employment yeah doesn't matter whether they're employed by a private company or an air carrier the frequency varies depending on the job. Most commercial airlines have rug, random drug testing for their employees. The FAA doesn't have rules for their frequency of drug testing. 
but has guidelines for when pilots must be tested, for example, after an incident. Hmm. Well, it's too late then. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know I know in the past they've questioned even the amount of, of sleep because some airlines have been kind of chastised for allowing pilots to fly too much. Right, right. When they and even truck drivers can't do that. I mean, even truck drivers aren't allowed to be on the road. They have to like track all that, mm-hmm. or at least they used to. I'm assuming they still do. Right. I would think. I mean, yes. well, this may spur some changes hmm. with that. Um, I would think pilots like truckers would have to take so many hours break after so many hours of flying. They do now. Yeah. But I don't know that it was always that way. Well, and and during COVID, remember how they lifted some of those restrictions because. Right. We needed product on the shelves, and which mm. was true. But I don't know if you should, you know, lower your, your standards. standards for that. Well, we all already learned they're lowering their standards for pilots in general because they want, you know, more equity. <laughs> I don't think I don't think when it comes to somebody flying a plane oh, that you're worried about equity. equity. You want the best. I want pilot. the best. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right we gotta uh, go into break. We gotta go into break, and then we'll be back with uh, with a, a light. We'll end on a lighter note. Okay. How about that? that? Sounds good. I'm ready to go I'm standing here outside your door I hate to wake you up To say goodbye But the dawn is breaking It's early morn Taxi's waiting He's blowing his horn Already I'm so lonesome I could cry So kiss me smile for me tell me that you'll wait for me hold me like you'll never let me go i'm leaving on a jet plane i don't know when i'll be back again oh babe i hate to go the morning jam with janet rose and mark lamb the morning jam with janet and mark haters are gonna hate they hate 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 they hate, hate. they do hate this next subject i'm oh, telling you okay it's a polarizing candy <laughs> oh it's candy yes okay and and i I, I don't even know why it exists. Candy corn. <laughs> oh, so I, I can see which side you're coming down on. Oh, oh, Lord. Hey, if you put peanuts in that bowl of that candy corn, no. it's like a Reese cup you I hear. I'm just saying. Psychopath. It is wax. What are you it is, talking it is, about? It is sugar infested wax. You are <sighs> right there. Yeah. Could melt it down and make a candle. Yeah. A sweet it, candle. Is it a cruel joke for trick or treaters or a coveted seasonal delight? <laughs> I say A. Um, <laughs> The great Halloween debate on candy corn is on. I can tell you, mm-hmm. little children who come to my house, <laughs> Ain't gonna get there will be no candy corn. There will only be good candy. Chocolate. There'll be chocolate for you. Right. There'll be Reese cups. Right. Maybe a Smarty. Maybe. <laughs> Mostly chocolate, right, though. Right, yeah. It's a high emotion candy. <laughs> the uh, classic shiny tricolored kernels. In autumn's white, orange, and yellow, fans and foes alike point to the same attributes. 
It's plastic, candy-like texture, yeah, depending on who true. you ask. And the mega sugar hit it packs. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but uh, people are usually, they either love it or loathe it. There's like no middle ground. Nobody is like, huh, I can take it or leave it. How many cups of coffee could you sweeten with one candy corn? <laughs> I'm thinking three cups myself. It makes my teeth hurt just reading well, this article. Yeah, I understand. I and then, it. and then everybody, everybody pulls that same thing that you just did. Throw some peanuts in there, and it tastes just like a payday candy bar. Oh, payday! Well, that's if what I, I meant want to a say. payday candy bar, I'll go buy a payday candy bar, right. which I don't particularly enjoy because of the nougat. <laughs> Second only to the word wow. moist in the oh, things stop, that annoy stop, me. Stop! Stop! My wife's putting her hands on her ears. Nougat is in the. It's right up there. I know. Nougat. Nougat. Do you really want to eat does, nougat? It, no. It does sound weird. Blech. So weird. it makes its way uh-huh. uh, into uh, into yeah. different different dishes. <laughs> it doesn't make its way into mine. Okay, um, but they, but they're still selling it. It was yeah, first apparently. produced in 1888. Wow, that far back. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. They called it chicken corn back chicken then. Corn, chicken corn, and I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Ah. Several years later, um, the Gotts Confectionery Company. Now Jelly Belly yes. began to produce candy corn, calling it Chicken Feed. Okay. Boxes were adorned with a rooster logo and a tagline, something worth crowing about. Okay, so are these no, kind of like... it's something worth scratching in the yard and burying, if that's what you mean by that. This fits in the category of the chicken peeps, you know, during Easter or something. In or, my mind. or circus peanuts. Right. I put it in the same category. Okay. Black licorice. Right. Ew. Yeah, well... It's basically sugar, corn syrup, confectioner's glaze, sugar, 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 salt, gelatin, honey, and dyes. Wait a minute. Could that be where those lyrics came from? I don't know. I don't know. Um, How do you feel about... Ooh, there's a poll you can take. How do you feel about candy corn? Love it, hate it, I can take it or leave it. Nobody's going to mark that one. Okay. I'm marking hate it. Okay. Yeah. They've got your vote. Mm-hmm. Thanks for participating. You are welcome. Uh, do you all love it or hate it? 434-248-0704. Inquiring minds want to know. Well, possibly. I want to know. So do you love it? You love it? I, it's okay. I mean, I tolerate it. So you, know. you you are a take it or leave it? You're the first person I've met that's take it or leave it. All I right. can take it or leave it. You're at my house. I love me some sugar. I have candy years. corn and so. I have a Reese cup. Right. Whose house are you going to? My neighbor has candy I'm going candy to the Reese's Cup. Of course I'm going you are. to the Reese's Cup. You know why? Because it's the far superior candy. That's well, why. it is. Okay. Fine. All right. You got me. All right. You got me. Americans are expected to spend $700 million on Halloween costumes. Oh, that is so cute. That's a dog. For but he's the pets. devil. He's the devil dog. Wait. Don't double up a Did dog. Did you hear what I said? Yes. $700 million on pet costumes. I know. That's... Not the regular costumes. The pet costumes. Just the pet costumes. That's crazy. Well, because we don't want to deal with kids. We'd rather deal with pets. I, they're easier to dress. <laughs> I'm just saying. There are... Well, I have a friend, Valerie. Right. She she has Molly the pug. She used to have Clyde the pug, but... Clyde. Clyde. We lost Clyde this year. We're done to pug heaven. Which, yes. Mm-hmm. And Clyde was like the funniest dog to dress up because he always looked at you like, dear God, save me. <laughs> and But he always stood still yeah. and he got his picture made. Sure, sure. Um, she has a lot of Good costumes yeah. for them. Um, Americans spend $700 million on Halloween costumes for their furry friends, according to the National Retail Federation's annual survey. The, uh, the poll... 
included 3,000 Americans who have pets, mm-hmm. saying 47% plan on dressing their animals up this year. Do you dress your pet, pets up? <laughs> Look at well, that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a oh cat pope. It's the pope. I love it. It's a pope. It's a little blasphemous. Wearing one of those big pope hats. It's a little blasphemous, I think. Yeah. And and he's got like all the little, look, he's got a little rosary over oh here. Oh my gosh. And oh my goodness. He looks very proud to be pope. Certainly far superior to our current pope. So I'm, I'm all I'm about not, it. I am not commenting. I, I like am it. Staying away from that one. You know you should comment because he is a terrible pope. <laughs> he's not the best pope. He's agreed. he's not the best pope. He's not. He is the worst pope I definitely, ever in I, the history of popes. I liked the uh, poopy pope. I liked three popes ago. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, me the too. one that brought the iron curtain down. Right. You know, Pope and, John Paul the yes. second. Loved yeah, him. Yeah, he was a good guy. That's a lot of money to spend on dog costumes. I'm I'm a little bit surprised. Okay, wait a minute. What? It's not a Reese's cup. Oh, I know. Robin says she loves them. And they have other flavors. Robin, come on. N- n- no. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Well. What do you mean they have other flavors? I've never seen other flavors. Not that I care because I wouldn't eat them. But... I'm saying over overall, right. it looks like people aren't crazy about them. Except for Robin. She likes them. Robin, maybe I'll bring you some to your open house. Maybe I'll do that. Uh, uh, getting comments on the Pope dog. Yeah. <laughs> the poopy Pope. That's what he's saying. Oh, wow. Yeah, he didn't like him either. More like poop. he's not he's not a he's a terrible one. He's he's so. very liberal. I don't you know. Very liberal. Halloween display yeah. celebrating Taylor Swift, who we just played. Yeah. Haters gonna hate. Are are setting up two separate Halloween displays, one in New York, one in Ohio, have a common theme. Heather Nolette of Peru, New York, said she and her family are known for their elaborate Halloween decorations. This time they went all out for Tay-Tay. Oh, My four daughters and I have, have uh, been to every concert except for Lover, because mm-hmm. that was during COVID. Right. Since my girls were very young, we've been Swifties. Okay. The spooky Swiftie display features animatronic skeleton band animatronic. playing along to Swift songs with coordinated <laughs> lights. Okay. Costumes inspired by her most iconic looks. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Meanwhile, in Jeez. London Arts on Ohio, Terry and Jerry Ketron took a similar inspiration. Mm-hmm. They've titled it Taylor Stiff Concert. Ah, you see what they that's did there? good. That's good. I Features like a skeleton swift on a stage performing to a crowd of devoted skeleton fans. There are even security guards making sure Travis Kelsey doesn't get in on the stage. She's an amazing human being and such an inspiration to all women, no matter what age. Okay. Taylor Twit. Did you say Taylor Twit? No. Somebody, if I did, it was Freudian. Somebody just said Taylor Twit. I didn't mean to. That was probably Dale. It was Dale. Not a fan. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Taylor. But what does he think about candy corn? I don't if know. If they had white chocolate candy corn, he he'd probably be on all board. All, yeah. board. all right, guys. Have a great day. We'll be back <laughs> wow. tomorrow. It's been, a, it's been a good day. Thanks yeah, for yeah. your participation. Absolutely. We appreciate you. If you missed any of it, you can go to our SoundCloud page here in about an hour and it'll be uploaded. Listen to interviews with Dr. Bob and, of course, the folks from the... Uh, the OCCT that Jana's going to be part of. That's the uh, mm-hmm. City Cemetery, Old City Cemetery. Make today awesome. We'll do it again tomorrow on Life Hack Thursday.